We'll touch briefly on the Gospel and then jump to the Old Testament, the book of Genesis that we just started reading. But um, this contrast of, of the challenge of following what is God really wants, the heart devoted to Him, loving of God, loving of neighbor, versus getting stuck too much on externals and human traditions. I just want to be clear, sometimes people take that to say, see, the Catholic Church has got so many rules and it's just falling right into this trap of, of human rules. And for example, like confession, like God just wants you to be sorry in your heart before Him. You don't have to go to a person like a priest, but that's, that's a human thing that we invented along the way. Careful with that because Jesus affirms today, when He answers it, He's not throwing out the rules. The first thing Jesus says as He criticizes the Pharisees for honoring God with their lips and not with their hearts, what does He do? He goes to a commandment. He goes to the fourth commandment, right? So He's affirming there are essential things that were really important to me. It bothers me that you are not living this way according to the relationship that God wants you to have with your parents. It bothers me that you're not following this way that I taught you. So just be, to be careful not to throw out the baby with the bathwater when we struggle with some of the elements of, of the Christian community. There are moments when I see Christians and Catholics getting caught up on, on really non-essential petty topics. But that doesn't mean that there are not some really serious things that we want to have clear in the teachings that Jesus does want us to follow. Talking about Genesis, I hope you caught that connection of, of this. this is all climaxing. This is the story of creation. It's the first story of creation. Tomorrow you'll start a second almost like totally retaking up of creation from another story, but God creating all these amazing things. And this is a Jewish writing. This is a, a Hebrew writing. This is like, I don't know, whenever it was writing, written in the, in the, in the like 600s, 700s BC, perhaps, but it's a monotheistic religion. It is the religion of the, there's one God and it's all these pagan cultures where there are many gods, gods of the sun, of the stars, of the trees, the God of the harvest, the God of marriage, the God of the hearth, or hearth, the God of the sea and the fishes. Um, the Jews were like, no, 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 there's one God. There's only one God. And they would just kind of safeguard that idea that had been revealed just to them for centuries. And so you see in these early Christian texts, God said this, you know, let there be this, let there be that, let there be light, let the, let the waters do this, let the sea creatures do that. God said this. God, and then all of a sudden it gets to the climax of creation. And God's getting excited. And the scripture says, then God said, let us make mankind in our own image. Now, if you're a Hebrew scholar studying this, you're like, oh, that's a typo. <laughs> There's only one of you up there, <laughs> and you're all by yourself. What is this us thing? Except, in hindsight, if you've seen the whole series of the movie, and you did the last episode, and you realize that Jesus is revealing that God isn't a solitary figure. He's a communion of persons. Then you read this text and you're like, oh wow, this is like an Easter egg. This is like a little hidden gem in the Old Testament that was not going to be understood till the very end of the, of the series. That God was always a family. God was always not just a solitary thing, but that communion. And he's making mankind just like him. And it was probably exciting God to do this. And then you see, like, in the Psalm 8, Oh God, what is man that you have thought so highly of him? You've made him little less than the angels. You made him like yourself. 
You've given him rule over all the works of your hands, putting all things under his feet. What is man that you should be so mindful of him, the son of man that you should care for him? Who am I that you have made me a human being? And they meant so much, and he gives that first commandment. Y'all remember what the first commandment is, right? God's first commandment? No, the one in Genesis, chronologically, it means have lots of kids. Be fruitful and multiply. I love it when y'all do that, God says. Come together as a couple. Come together and reflect that love is the center. We say the church is so, it's anti-human relations. They, like they're, they're bad, the, the marital act is bad, it's dirty, it's whatever. No, 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 it's right here, first commitment. Do it a lot. I love it when man and woman come together. In my own image, the two and yet becoming one flesh. We sometimes ask the Holy Spirit to help us rediscover that dignity that we carry, made in the image and likeness of God, called to be a witness to how much He cares, not just for the abstract whole of mankind, but for each and every person and each and every family, made in His image and likeness. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, pray for us.